Hey, I'm Adi. And I'm Savannah, and we're the Politos. We are here talking about simplifying our life, growing and loving our family, and learning about the world. And today, we're talking about cursive. Not cursing, but cursive. <laughs> so, how are you doing today? <laughs> how are you doing today? Good. Yeah. How are you? Good. Um. This is awkward. I'm just kidding. Why? Oh. <laughs> well, um, we have started uh, decorating for Christmas. Yes. November 1st. Well, we started on the 4th, on like the first weekend of November. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. We're on that side, on that boat of like decorating before Thanksgiving. Yes. But, and uh, I'm, yeah, I'm very excited. We, uh, we didn't have our own personal Christmas tree last year. We didn't. Um, so I'm excited to go out and get a Christmas tree this year, chop it down with your own two hands mm-hmm. and decorate it and see like what Miguel thinks of it. Um, he loves Christmas trees. He like, really does. But, like lit. And yeah, so we'll see what he thinks. Yeah, it'll be very interesting. We were at Target though. Like yesterday, and uh, he accidentally accidentally touched a branch of one of the trees, mm-hmm. like the big ones, and he freaked out. And so, yeah, he didn't freak out, but he was a little like concerned and startled. I think it did not feel the way he expected it to feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we're in the process of decorating, and um, I'm excited to have it all Christmas. Christmas fied in here. Mm-hmm. Christmas attized. Christmas, Christmas sated. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's that's the what's the that's roundup. That's the what we got going on right now. Um, yeah, I saw this news story mm-hmm. that I wanted to uh, present to you. Okay. So, are you familiar with the brand Eddie Bauer? Eddie Bauer. Have you yeah. heard of it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, they have recently changed their logo. Oh, it's no longer like their, uh, like the, a signature. Okay. So, you know, you're familiar with what the old one looks like. Okay. So I have some screenshots for you of the old one and the new one. Okay. And then I want to discuss. Okay. So let me just show you. You already know what the old one looks like, but just to jog your memory. So corporate sent, send out two pictures. (laughs) You You need to find the difference. Yeah. Okay. So this is the old one. Gotcha. Looks like a signature. Okay. And then this is the new one. Oh. So describe uh, what you see. So uh, the font is different. It's no longer a uh, signature-esque. Um, it's, it's just Eddie at the bottom of that, Bauer. It's, it's like block a, letters. It's uh, block letters, all font. I mean, all um, all caps. caps. Yeah. Um, I like that. Can you press the font? Oh. Is, yeah. I'm a fan. I personally kind of use a similar uh, font when I... I uh, used my like slideshows for my Marvel classes and stuff. Mm. So I like that. And then to the right of that is, I'm assuming, a goose? Yes, a goose. Uh, with its wings spread up. Like it's flying. Well, yeah, it's flying. It's gliding somewhere. Uh, and it's green? Like all, like very for- dark forest No, green? I think this is gray. I think it's what? a dark gray. That looks green to you? Let me see. Oh, my eyes deceive me. Okay. <laughs> the, the, from afar, I thought they were, it was dark. 
uh, green. I can see why you think that, but no, it's it's gray. Gray, and then the original one was gray. I think the original one was yeah, like black or dark gray. I was gonna say like I think I've seen um, the original font uh, as white. I think it depends. Yeah, on Yeah, I think the, it depends on what the background is. Yeah, yeah. So, so what's your overall? Um, just without any background information, what's your um, thought on like the change? Can I see the goose again? The goose, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like almost fifty percent of the the new logo here. So, uh, okay. <laughs> it's like a third of okay. it. Yeah, this reminds me of. It doesn't Tom Ben? Oh, Tom Ben has um, the airplane. Oh yeah, it's the like old a, school airplane. I don't know what kind of model that is. Yeah, it does. But it's an old school with a. That's propeller true. It does kind of look like that a little bit. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, I'm assuming that they needed like a kind of like a mascot, like a symbol, mm-hmm. um, similar to like Patagonia, right? Like that's in the ra- the same kind of realm, like as as Eddie Bauer. They're all about like kind of like outdoorsy attire. Yeah, what like, is pa- what's Patagonia symbol? It's just mountains. Oh, okay, I was gonna say I can't picture it. Yeah, yeah. um, I'm trying to think of like another. Like North Face. North Face. Is, isn't theirs mountains? Is it? I guess their branding's not that good. I used to have a North Face. I think Okay, I can... the North Face, I think, has actually a sort of a similar vibe as this new Eddie Bauer one that's like block, like block letters, right? Yeah. And like a square. All I picture for North Face is just the the, the, the letters and that's yeah. it. I can't picture I don't know that. if they have something next to it. They but might. They, yeah. Um, but I think they needed like something like that. Okay. Um, so there's some controversy. No, I didn't say there's controversy, oh. but there's just something I want to discuss about it. So, so your your question to me is, I'm just curious what your about it. your opinion was. But do um, so you think it was a positive change? A positive change. It's hard to <laughs> adjust to new uh, brand logos. Of course, yeah. Like it's just obviously you're used to seeing the old one and you miss it. So. Um, I don't really care that much about Eddie Bauer. Right, uh, right, right. Um, I do, I think, like the original one better, but it was just dull. And Yeah, I will say that um, when I think of Eddie Bauer, which I don't often, yeah. um, I think of it as more a little fancy. Yeah. Like, I, think, I don't really think of it in the same realm as like Patagonia and no. North Face, even though I think you're right, it is similar but yeah. I think of it as fancier, and I think that this new logo is getting away from that. Mm. And I think the old logo was a little more like that gave me that vibe of like, oh, Eddie Bauer. Yeah, and you I know? think like nowadays because kids don't, they're not taught uh, how to write in cursive. I think that's ding, why. Ding, 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 Yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah. The, the news article that I read, uh-huh. that I saw, the headline was, Eddie Bauer, actually, let me just tell you what it actually yeah. said. Hang on. Well, while you look that up, um, I prefer the first one because I, I wouldn't, I'm assuming that the, the goose comes with like the, when you buy a, a Eddie Bauer now, like outfit, yeah. um, it comes with that goose and I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want a goose on my okay. clothes. That's fair. Yeah. So the article that I saw, it, the title is Eddie Bauer changed its logo because Gen Z doesn't read cursive. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? So I, I skimmed the article because I wanted to see if that was actually like part of the reason that they oh. said. And it sounds like they did. 
that there were other reasons and that the whole goose thing was part of it. They needed to have like a physical mascot. Yeah. Um, that was part of it. But they did actually reference the fact that kids are not taught to read cursive in school anymore. Oof. And so that was part of their, their reasoning. Oh my gosh. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, so yeah, it's not really helping the, uh, the rest of the society like gen z is just one generation and you have older older people um that know how to read cursive so right but i think they're wanting this to be more younger yeah because like i said when i think of eddie bauer i think of like fancy and like i don't think of young people wearing it so i think that's part that's like what they're trying to do is like we need to make this yeah interesting and appealing to a younger generation the first thing the first thing that first thing that came to mind uh when thinking about eddie bauer is uh that um was that they? I think Costco has a lot of Eddie Bauer stuff. Oh, and, I think so. Um, as you know, Costco they don't really care about like is it super f- uh, fashion trendy, you right? Know, whatever. It's more geared for older people. That's true. And um, there's a lot of Eddie Bauer stuff there. Mm-hmm. And it's I think you're right. Like it's kind of like a fancy thing, and older people <laughs> wear the Eddie Bauer stuff. It's more like. I think fancy is the wrong word. I know I keep saying that. It's almost, it's kind of like preppy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's like a, they have like a vest, like a puffy vest uh, that I, that I liked of theirs. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the, actually the place I first saw this, I just remembered it wasn't just online. I actually saw it on um, Jefferson Bethke's Instagram story. Uh-huh. He reposted this and he was, his initial like reaction to it was like about the whole cursive thing it's like <laughs> do we do kids really need to be learning cursive and so he yeah. was kind of saying like is this really a big deal yeah that gen z doesn't read cursive uh-huh. um and so that's kind of what i wanted to talk about a little bit and then also just about like the brand the brand side of it but yeah i think that um i think there's two things i think it's okay to sort of um grieve <laughs> like cursive yeah and just be like oh it is sad that um it's a dying like art form i guess if you want to call it that it's a something that is going away and it was you know it was a normal part of the way that people communicated yeah um and it is i think in a way an art form and it is dying Mm -hmm. um i think it's okay to like look at that and just say like that's sad Mm -hmm. but I also think that you don't have to go from that to like, you know, man shakes fist at cloud mm-hmm. and like, oh, you know, kids these days, yeah, they, they, you know, and turn it into this whole thing, mm-hmm. like turn a mountain into a molehill. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> the other way around, make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> um, because at the end of the day, I don't think that it's that important. No. Um, and I think it is. I think it's going away and I think that's okay. Yeah. And I think that if schools are deciding to stop teaching it, you know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It is sad. And I, I don't know, to me, I think this is a very sort of emblematic problem or, Mm -hmm. you know, quote unquote problem because I don't know. I think that it's important to be able to look at something like this and realize like, okay, I don't 
to not, how do I say this? I think it's important to be able to look at an issue like, okay, kids aren't learning cursive anymore. Yeah. And to actually think about it and to think about what you really, how you really feel about it instead of just having this mindset of like, well, everything that was done in the past was better and everything that's going on now is definitely worse. Yeah. So, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of things that we could criticize and should criticize, uh-huh. you know, the public school system for. We talked about this a little bit a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But I don't think that this needs to be one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's important to be able to, like, not just be like, I'm a person who thinks that everything that was done in the past is better than everything that's done now. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. So that's kind of how I feel about this is it's like, there is this part of me that almost wants to be like, yeah, like this is terrible. You know, I had to learn cursive when I was a kid yeah. and it's so much better and I can't believe the kids don't know how to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, uh, I don't really think it's that important. And I think another thing that Mm -hmm. is maybe one step removed from this Uh would be that kids don't know how to tell time on an analog clock anymore. Yeah, which I do have a story about that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you should tell your story. But um, I think that's one where I feel more like, okay, this is a problem. Like, we need to address this. But then... (laughs) When I step back and think about it, I do have to think like, well, is this a problem? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That one I'm a little more like, I yeah. can go either way on. Right. But yeah, tell your story. Well, uh, before I get into that, okay. uh, to kind of add on to what you were saying, I yeah. think that um, if you just kind of look at the big picture, society is always uh, progressing forward, mo- moving forward, uh, adaptive. Like th- they're there's always constantly like change and it never goes well. Um, I talked to you about this um, in the car one day, just about certain like uh, things that like, for example, um, there was one city that they they tried to like change their like nickname um, (laughs) and it became this political thing. And because like it used to be known as a certain, um, certain something oh yeah 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 and, and, and so and people will try to change it because it has some like negative connotation yeah and blah blah and a lot of people were like no th- it's just a nickname and people were like no like it's it's not okay it's insensitive yeah. blah blah and so uh, i was telling you like my theory is that when something changes like they say like if that city if their, their nickname was changed to something new mm-hmm. i think it would take about maybe three to four generations to just kind of forget about that, yeah. about the change, and be okay with that. Yeah. Because you, as a let's say, as this generation, this is the first generation where like that new city, you know, they have a new nickname for it. You're gonna teach your child like, yeah, that was bad. So then they're, they're, uh, you're pretty much your grandson if they have a kid, right? They're gonna learn that from you, saying like, yeah, that nickname was so bad. And then it'll take maybe like another or two generations after that for them to be like this is just a story we heard. We mm-hmm. can't relate. So whatever, it's fine. Yeah. So th- it takes time. And so I think with this, going back to this, like I think it'll take time for people to be like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Like, yeah. Something that like that people stop teaching that in schools and um, maybe it'll come back. 
Like, I think that also mm-hmm. it's like a trend thing too. Like thinking about like, uh, this is not the same, but like thinking about like the nineties trend, trendy, uh, fashion stuff. Like yeah. some things came back mm-hmm. like the scrunchies, right? Tamagotchis. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, but yeah, just nineties fashion in general. Yeah. Yeah. And so certain things came back. And so I think that with, uh, um, handwriting i think handwriting is going to come back eventually yeah similar to like uh reading analog clocks um, maybe so um and so kind of with that like pool i would say like also reading uh roman numerals i don't think a lot of people really know yeah. how to read those anymore that's so true yeah like i think that it, it's because it, it becomes very important to to america once a year when the super bowl comes out Right? That's what I was going to say. It's like, okay, okay, I'll do the math. Okay, so L <laughs> L means 50. So then minus. <laughs> yeah, I know. X means 10. So. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, When I was a kid, I know that, um, like, when I was in school, um, the thing that we were talking about is like, oh, they, they don't teach this in schools anymore. Yeah. Was um, diagramming sentences. Oh. And you know what that is? I don't think so. Yeah, that's fine. It's like, because when I, when we were kids, I don't think they were teaching it in public schools anymore. Oh, okay. It's this thing where you like, you basically take a sentence. Wait, I think this sounds kind of so familiar. So like, Go we ahead. went to the store and you, there are certain symbols that you use and you like draw it out sort of in a way that shows what each part of speech is. So like the noun goes on one side and then the verb Oh, um, yes. And you draw a line between them, and then there's like different ways that you um, draw like up and down to huh. show like the um, direct object, indirect object, different things like that. Uh-huh. And anyway, yeah, and other parts of speech is like is other parts of speech, like prepositional phrases, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. So it's just, it's a way to like really break down the grammar of it. Mm-hmm. And we had to do that in like, like me and my brothers in the homeschool curriculum that we were using. Yeah. Um, we had to learn to diagram sentences and it was just like this thing, this like buzz around the homeschool community of like, Oh yeah, you know, they don't actually teach this in public schools oh. anymore. So it was like, is this actually important for us to learn? Yeah. So whenever I was having a really hard time diagramming a sentence, I would just be like, ah, it doesn't matter. They're not even teaching this in public schools oh. anymore. Um, it's, and, like, it's like formula. It's like doing math. Like here's your formula for English. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, I just thought of that because that was the thing when I was when I was a kid was like that was something that wasn't taught anymore. Yeah. And then I remember when Common Core came along, mm. that was a big thing. Yeah, I'm like I can't believe they're they're changing math. Yeah, math is math. <laughs> math is math. Um, yeah. And so that was a whole big controversy. And then um, now the cursive thing. Yeah. And and then okay, so the analog clocks. My understanding is that they're still teaching that in school. No, I don't think so anymore. Are you sure? Because I think they are. I think that it's just that kids don't have, they don't have to use it anymore. Like going back to, this is a throwback to, remember when we did the episode talking about that book, Maximize Your Child's Bilingual Ability? Uh The two conditions for learning a language are exposure and need. Yeah. And... So even if you are exposing your child to like you're teaching them how to read an analog clock, if they uh-huh. don't need 
to read an analog clock, yeah. they're not really going to become proficient at it. Right. Because it is a type of reading. Yeah. You know, you look at it and you have to be able to like interpret the time. Yeah. Um, and so I do think, I could be wrong, but I do mm-hmm. think they're still teaching it. But um, I don't think so. I mean, my, my brother like said, like, yeah, they're not teaching this anymore. Oh, you're right. He did say yeah. that. Yeah, because I remember I was going to say we were sitting next to him at a wedding and he like showed you his Apple Watch that had an analog clock yeah. face on it, and he was like, do you know how to read this? Yeah, so I was going to ask him, do you know how to read this? Because you're asking me. Um, I think maybe he had it set to that to like in order to on, like practice it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so I have a couple of stories, and uh, those stories back up what I just said. Like, they don't teach this anymore. So uh, I've been subbing for now almost a month now yeah. here in California, and uh so I've I've subbed at like elementary schools, middle schools, and uh, high school once, um, and uh, most of these stories line up with like my middle school kids. Um, but I think I could say this for just the younger group as well in in high school. A um, couple of times, uh, different uh, class, a different day, um, different students. Um, they would uh, so they're allowed to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? Um, during the class right and so they have to sign in and sign out uh like mm. put their write their name out and what they have to do is they write the the time that they left and the time that they came back yeah so um those classes i was subbing at they had analog clocks mm-hmm. and every time someone tried to sign in and sign out they would ask what time is it mm-hmm. and they knew that the the analog clock was like just above them it was just right there and, and they, they wouldn't would ask, even try right they wouldn't even try and was, they were they would ask everyone else uh the whole classroom when they so pause here so now schools provide chromebooks for everyone mm-hmm. and that's where they get out their assignments and submit the assignments and stuff so it's paperless stuff yeah right? so um so they would ask everyone that had Chromebooks, like what time is it? And they would look at their digital uh, clock there. Yeah. And they would do the same thing when they came back. Like what time is it? Mm -hmm. So they didn't, they didn't even bother looking at the analog clock. So I wanted to ask them. I didn't get the chance, but I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to ask them next time I show up and they ask the, you know, like what time is it? I want to ask them like, do you, can you, can you read? (laughs) Like this is not a, I don't know if being sarcastic here. Like are you able to read what time it is yeah i wouldn't ask them that like right after they say what time is it no i know i, I wanted to but i don't want to <laughs> yeah I don't but i think it'd be fair to ask them that like at a different time exactly like it's like hey. someone tell me what time this is like what what time it says here um so yeah and so i think they're they don't teach that anymore mm-hmm. how to read analog clocks and this is a middle school yeah so they just came fresh out of elementary school and that one i do find more concerning and i don't exactly know why because like i could see how you could easily equate it to the cursive thing of like well it's not really necessary anymore we're blah, going, blah, blah. Yeah. We're, we're entering a digital world we have been for a while now but i don't know there is a part of me though that really feels like oh yeah I, and, and like i was taught to write cursive and i was taught to read an analog clock so it's not about like oh my own personal experience that that's the different I don't know. I think the reading an analog clock thing, it just feels like there's something more useful uh-huh. and like, um, I don't know the word, but just like 
that there's something more valuable to it mm-hmm. um, than cursive. Yeah. And so, I don't know. And I, I also think that that one maybe hits me also differently too because I know that I am losing the ability to read an analog oh, clock. Yeah. And it's work. It's harder. It's way harder to do now than it was when I was a kid. And that was the only option. Yeah. Like when I was first learning how to read a clock, there were analog clocks everywhere. Yeah. And so I learned how to do it yeah. pretty easily and yeah. like pretty quickly. And I became really good at it. And now it's like embarrassing to say that it actually is difficult yeah, to, to do. Yeah. For me, the hardest part is just like, okay. You have to pay attention to the, uh, what do you call those, like, little small lines between, like, the, for example, zero to five, between yeah. the, the five minute, and to to get the accurate time. Yeah, you're like, it's, like, 3.03? I think, yeah. Yeah. So, that's the hardest part, is just, you have to kind of look really closely at it, and, like, it takes me, like, a couple seconds to, like, okay. Yeah. To answer what time it is. Yeah. But, by the way, side note, when you were a kid, did you ever call the phone number popcorn to get the exact time? Like you, you dialed popcorn. Yeah. No. I, when I was a kid, I remember grabbing the the phone that was mounted on the wall, uh-huh. and you dialed the number popcorn, popcorn. You know, like based on the letters on, what? on. I didn't know that. Yeah, and it would tell you the exact time because, again, back then you didn't have just like a digital clock yeah. in your pocket all the time that would tell you the exact time. Uh huh. And so this phone number, it would tell you the exact time based off of whatever i don't remember like whatever clock was used <laughs> to like keep track of the exact time what the heck and it would tell you like the time is twelve forty-seven p.m that's crazy pacific standard time i didn't know that yeah popcorn i would have used that for sure i definitely <laughs> used uh star 69 to call private <laughs> yeah uh, no star was 69 was to call back like somebody who just called you star 69 would call them back uh, are you sure? Yeah. What What's the private number? I forgot. Pound sixty seven. Huh. Pound sixty seven. No. I thought it was I, star sixty nine this whole time. No, I'm pretty sure. Okay, let's Google this. I'm pretty uh, sure that star sixty nine was to uh, call someone back. And I'm sh- I'm assuming you still can. Um, I think uh, it's been a long time since I actually dialed the the private one. Um. Apparently, Star 69 is a song by R.E.M. Oh. Um, Star 69 refers to last call return. The calling oh. feature... Um, thank you. In order to return the call... Yeah, of the, can la- you, the can last Can you uh, test it? Because I called you, and so you should call back. Oh, I doubt yeah. that it works on a smartphone. Let's Star see. Star 69, and then enter. Okay, let's see. Wait, let me turn my sound on to see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? Not really. Yeah. Hang on, let me do it again. All cannot be completed as dial. Please check the number and dial again. Nope. Or dial Are you sure it's star 69? Yeah, I did the little, like, the little asterisk. Can you, can you Google the uh, private number? I want to I see if it... Uh works yeah but hang on one of the it's a, wait where'd it go there was a question that said like does star 69 still work 
Well, we just tested it. Well, yeah, but I'm wondering if it works on a landline. I bet it does. Oh. Um. Okay, phone. How do I search for this? Phone number to call private privately star 67 star 67 i i, I had it correct i mean like the second time you, I you said, said pound six. but yeah 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 you can call privately by entering star 67 before you dial a number which hides your phone number and name can you try it I'm sure that this doesn't work on a smartphone. Can we try it? Sure. Okay, let me get my phone. Okay. Actually, maybe it does. Okay, let's see. (gasps) People might, like, be able to tell what, um, like, what your phone number is based off of those tones. No, they have different tones. What? The each number like they're they're the same tone. They are. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. No, they're not. Anyway. Okay, ready? Yeah. I think it's gonna work because it when I did that it came up as your phone number so like it is registering. Oh, okay. Okay, go so ahead. let's see. Here we go. No one of truth. No caller ID. <gasps> what? See? So star- that still works, but star 69 doesn't work. No, that's sad. Star 67. Hmm. Shout out to you, star 67. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how did we get here? Um, Analog clocks. Analog clocks. So, oh yeah, because the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Popcorn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what do you think about analog clocks? Do you think that's still an important skill? Um, as an adult, yes, eventually, like I'm thinking about like train stations or, uh, some other mode of transportation when you're like at a station or something, you look at the, like traveling, you know, when you're traveling abroad or something, there's analog clogs everywhere. So yeah, but I mean, you could argue that everybody has a phone in their pocket though. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I think the art has died down. It's it's dead, and I think it will rise again at one point. Um, I'm I think in Oregon, I think I saw a lot of digital clocks out there. Um, more in than schools? analog, yeah, in schools more than analog clocks. Hmm. Here in um, California, so far, they're all analog. Interesting. Wonder why. I don't know, but I really think that if they're stop, if if they haven't. If they stop teaching that, I think that they they're going to switch this to digital clocks. Yeah. I think for me personally, I I don't want to like lose that yeah. for like myself and also for our kids. Yeah. I think I would still want them to learn that. I, I, same here. We do want to get a big analog clock. Yeah, we've been talking about that actually. And then um, <laughs> I, I, going back to the handwriting, I do want to teach that too. You do? Oh, yeah. I think it's. Uh, oh, I wasn't really planning on teaching that. Uh, well, I want to. I think it's uh I think I think it's important and I think it'll come in handy. Hmm. You never know. You just you never know. Yeah. You know, and then and then with that you could they they'll have their own specific like, signature using the the handwriting method. That's true, that's true. So yeah. It's like a whole completely a new writing language there. Yeah. So I know and I, I mean I guess 
one thing also is um along with Norman Norman numerals <laughs> Roman numerals <laughs> yeah um there's also the fact that like there are old um documents and papers and things and not even that mm-hmm. old but just from like our parents and us yeah. that um the younger generation might not be able to read yeah and obviously i know that we have technology to be able to like you know <laughs> technology uh what's the word digitize things and whatever yeah. but um i don't know i think that it's kind of there is a little bit of like a sadness there to think that you know uh, you could be looking at like your grandparents or great grandparents or whatever yeah. writing yeah and not even be able to read it and knowing that yeah. this is written in a language that I understand and I can't yeah. read it. Yeah. You know? Two things here. Um, I thought about this recently about handwriting just because like at school and stuff, I was wondering like, oh, are they teaching this anymore? Um, we should test out our own like knowledge about like, we should try to write every letter in lowercase and uppercase. In, in cursive? Hand- in cursive and see if we get them all correct. Yeah, I think I will. Really? Yeah. And there's also different ways to like, there's slightly different ways to teach certain things like cues. Yeah. Cues are so weird, but. Oh yeah. We should do that and see how it gets closer to a hundred percent. And then, uh, the other thing I remember that, um, for college, for my, um, graduate degree, I did a, um, summer internship, um, job where I had to transcribe old Spanish handwritten, um, documents into, into the computer really yeah and it had a whole like a man- magnified what yeah a magnifying glass magnifying glass yeah i never knew this i told you this i think i don't yeah. think no you've I never think told the me second this. time i mentioned this on the podcast and so and uh, and it was an old spanish too and it was really hard and had to like really re- sometimes look up like certain like cursive um letters because i'm like i'm not sure what this is <laughs> oh really but uh yeah so wow. that came in handy yeah from like elementary school like for knowledge. sure and that wasn't even like that long ago that you no, were doing that. that was like a few years ago see that's i mean so you never know and that was like really cool a cool job to like just sit there and like transcribe everything yeah and imagine just being like oh i can't do this because i and was I never taught cursive yeah yeah that's very interesting um i'm also i was just thinking about what you said about chromebooks which could be a whole other conversation, but I just want to say connected to the whole handwriting thing. Uh I definitely think that children should still be learning to handwrite and be practicing. Oh yeah. Writing by hand. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Even if it's not in cursive, even if they're using like quote unquote, you know, print writing. Yeah. Um, Because I think that, that's not dying. It, no. Even though it's used so much less. Yeah. I don't think that w- we should be saying like, oh, well, that's not really needed anymore at all. Like, I definitely don't think we should be depending on technology to that extent to where we're like, oh, we don't even need to ki- oh, teach yeah. kids how to write with their hands anymore. Yeah. Um. So we could talk about this maybe another time, but how much schoolwork is done on Chromebooks is a little bit concerning to me for that reason. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Because I think that there's a lot of value for so many reasons Mm -hmm. of writing with your hand 
yeah. not just like not just the practical reasons, but like other other things too. But yeah, so I don't know. I think that's a little bit of a sidebar, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that I don't think everything should be 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 done on the computer. Yeah, totally. Well, with that being said, uh, <laughs> that's our time. Um, oh, okay. We will revisit this kind of thing because I do have some stories I want to talk about uh, regarding like subbing and like kids nowadays and <laughs> uh, Chromebooks and uh, among other things that their behavior and stuff I've seen and um, some some common things I've seen in different schools and stuff. So Okay, teaser. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I think that's it for me. Okay. What about you? Um, yeah, I think that's all I've got. And as Eddie Bauer says, never confuse having a career with having a life. See, See you, you next, next time. time. even is eddie bauer i don't know speaking of that um that reminded me i think i mentioned this a while back i got this at this um library of book sale i got this uh john john murr um like autobiography like it was like a entry journal book and stuff it was like him just like writing you know it was his journal um, okay and then uh, almost every page, it was, there was someone's, like another reader's just own note that they, oh, they yeah. wrote in cursive, too. <gasps> That's so true. Yeah. What a connection there. Yeah. And and so I mainly got the book because I was so curious of the, per- the reader's notes that they, they wrote on almost every single page. Yeah. That's very fascinating. Yeah. It was really cool. They're, they were like highlights and things. They're like, so true. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so i'm very fascinated with that i can't wait to read that yeah